This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventure in Acts with Saul preaches Jesus, Saul in Jerusalem and the healing of Aeneas, Dorcas restored to life, Cornelius's vision, and finally, Peter's vision. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. Holy God, holy and most gracious Father, have mercy and give us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into Thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. 
A reading from Luke, chapter 10. In that same hour, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desire to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. O Lord, have mercy on us. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. Our text is the uh, lesson read with focus on these words. Blessed, makarioi, are the eyes which see what you see. You know, a fundamental facet of our human nature is to seek reality. History displays how different cultures from creation onward have searched for meaning. What is real? What is trustworthy? As creatures made in the image of God with bodies and souls, this search comes naturally. As St. Augustine stated, we are restless until we rest in you. That restlessness, that search for meaning and for reality continues all around us. In fact, it's magnified by the extensive communication systems that we enjoy. You can sense and feel the restlessness of people and their anxiety bursts forth in multiple ways. In the midst of that restlessness, there is a deadly virus. I would suggest far more deadly than COVID. And it's infected the search of people for reality and only plummeted them into greater anxiety and darkness. This virus reduces human beings to mere matter here today and gone tomorrow. This dark hole is enveloping and swallowing people from every sector of society, the educated as well as the uneducated, the wealthy as well as the poor, the powerful as well as the weak. They are swallowed up in this darkness that misinterprets reality. Jesus, in today's text, challenges all such darkness and blindness. He illuminates the world with the light of his presence. He says, blessed are the eyes that see what you see, for many prophets and kings wish to see what you see and did not see, 
and to hear what you hear and did not hear. The disciples and we through them are privileged to see reality in all its fullness in Jesus Christ. And Jesus calls his disciples blessed because they behold in him, in his actions and his words, the fulfillment of the Torah story, of the prophetic promises of the Old Testament. In fact, in Jesus, all the longing of the Old Testament prophets comes to pass. They long, the prophetic movement long for the woman's seed, for Shem's seed, for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's seed, for David's seed. They long for God's real presence in tabernacle and temple. They long for a new covenant that would put the Torah in their hearts. They long for a virgin-born messianic king. They long for the suffering servant who would complete their sacrificial system. They long for a great high priest. They long for a cosmic peace and rest for God's people. They long for righteousness and justice in accord with God's holy character. In fact, St. Peter tells us in the first chapter that the prophets search their own writings because they long to see when they would come to pass and how they would come to pass. What the apostles seen, you have seen. You are not in the dark. You need not be restless, even though our culture urges that. For you can rest in the very Son of God. For you have seen him restoring creation in his miracles, in his calming of nature. You have seen the very Son of God taking all the Old Testament prophets' promises into his flesh and fulfilling them. In fact, when John the Baptist had lost heart in prison, he sent his disciples and asked Jesus, are you the one or is there another? And Jesus' response is telling. He says, go back and report to John what you hear and what you see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. In Jesus, we see God's definitive character. He brings us from the darkness to his light and to his life. And it is in him that now we have blessed eyes. For we have seen what Jesus has done. We have seen what he continues to do at the font in taking adults and infants into his death and into his resurrection. We have seen on this altar the Lord bring his gifts of his very body and blood for our forgiveness, for our life and salvation. These things are not simply uh, the uh, outward 
a reality of worship. They are reality as it is truly defined. And we have heard from this lectern and pulpit the viva vox Jesu, the living voice of Jesus through his prophets and apostles coming to admonish us, to absolve us. We have heard and we have seen. And so we in this restless culture can be at peace. We can rejoice. What the prophets and kings longed to see, we have seen. As David in the Psalm, we just said, the Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. And you and I have been the beneficiary of those great and kind works. The gift of life and salvation through word, water, and wine, that is reality. For it holds us in the bosom of the Father in his forgiveness through Christ. I love the old ancient liturgy that says Jesus Christ is the light of the world, a light that no darkness can overcome. And I hope by God's grace, each of us treasure that truth. To be at the seminary, to receive God's holy gifts, and to announce to the world that there is a light that no darkness can overcome that is intended for all. Jesus' saving work is universally applied through the affection and mercy of the Father. So we are of all people blessed, and we can say even our eyes are blessed for what we have seen in Jesus' presence among us in word and sacrament. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
I cry to you, O Lord. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. My mouth is filled with your praise. Every day I will bless you. By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness. Bless the Lord, O my soul. He redeems your life from the pit. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, your mercy attends us all our days. Be our strength and support amid the wearisome changes of this world. And at life's end, grant us your promised rest and the full joys of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord God Almighty, even as you bless your servants with various and unique gifts of the Holy Spirit, continue to grant us the grace to use them always to your honor and glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, us, defend us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. 